You're listening to Wholesaling Inc., episode number 789. In the amount of time it takes to get in your car, meet the seller, pet the seller's cat, and inspect their house, I just made 20 seller calls, I made 10 offers, and I got one contract. This is game-changing information guaranteed to raise your real estate wholesaling business with actionable steps you can take immediately to navigate the ins and outs of wholesaling and start making money today. Join us as we put our guests in the hot seat and dive deep to dissect their strategies for success to enable you to duplicate their results. You're listening to Wholesaling Inc., the only show dedicated to making you a fortune in wholesaling. You're listening to the Wholesaling Inc. podcast. I'm your host, Lauren Hardy. And in today's episode, I am going to talk about why I think virtual wholesaling is a better business model if you have kids. So you may have kids already, or you may be thinking of having kids in the next few years. And if you are, you need to hear this right now as you're getting started to set your business up to be as efficient and scalable as possible. What I mean by scalable is that you don't have to be present for your business to keep running. You are not trading your time for money. You are utilizing other people's time and still making money. And when you have kids, you know that time is a rare commodity. And if you don't have kids, well, guess what? Um, When you have kids, kiss time goodbye because you basically have none of it left. Every day as parents, we get obstacles thrown at us. We get stomach flus and ear infections and global pandemics. How is a mom or dad supposed to work all day and raise kids? Well, I don't have all the answers, but I 100% know that I am ahead of the game on this one because I set myself up from the start to have a scalable virtual business. So why did I set myself up? It was kind of a coincidence, really. It, It wasn't a forward thinking, you know, activity that I knew I wanted to scale my business one day. It wasn't like that at all. It was more out of necessity. When I first started this business, I was actually going through a divorce. And I knew that out of that divorce, I was going to be the primary caregiver for the kids because my ex-husband and awesome co-parent also has a corporate job. And I was the one that had, you know, the self-employed career. I was flipping houses and wholesaling at the time. So I was the one that had the more flexible career where if a kid did get sick or if there was like Thanksgiving break, the kids could always stay home with me. And he was able to, you know, go to work and, and focus on moving up the corporate ladder. It just was the way it was. And it was the way we were set up. And I knew that, you know, with being divorced, I was going to have to make money. And I was also going to have to figure out a way to make money while having inconsistent schedules with my kids, inconsistent daycare schedules, I needed to be able to work around my kids, basically. So I had to figure out how to work virtually and remotely as much as possible. So in today's episode, I'm going to share with you why I'm so glad I did that. I'm so glad I set myself up virtually years ago, especially in the moment that we are in right now at 2021. I'm also going to explain what happened to my competitors in 2020 who did not set themselves up virtually. I'm also going to talk about why you can still be virtual and work your backyard and why you should. 
and why you should create a business that is scalable from the start versus one that isn't. So let's get into it. I am so glad that I set myself up virtually years ago, especially right now. Let me take you back a year ago. It's 2020, it's March. Us parents got a week's notice that our kids would not be returning to school after spring break. We were all going to have to be home with our kids and work from home around them. I looked at that going, oh my gosh, this is not gonna be fun. I mean, it is not easy to work around kids. And at the time, my wholesaling business was on fire. We were closing 55 deals a year. So it wasn't like I could just stop working just because we were in a global pandemic. No, not at all. So what did I do? Well, I just kept working. I kept my kids at home like we were supposed to do. We quarantined and I worked. And after a couple days, I realized that my actual business activities did not change at all. Like I didn't have to make one operational adjustment because I was already virtual where my friends who had kids were just totally overwhelmed because they were not set up virtually with their jobs or with their careers, with their businesses. They just weren't set up virtually. So they were all extremely stressed out because they were trying to figure out like how to make their businesses work when they can't physically be present there. For me, the only difference really was that my kids, you know, were around me. So I had to get used to working around my kids all day. And my kids got used to about 10 times more screen time than usual. Quarantine is over for now, but the kids' inconsistent schedules still exist. If someone coughs, we have to quarantine. Or if there's a holiday or staff development day, they're out of school again. Basically, consistent childcare is not something that us parents could rely on at this point. If I was set up where I had to physically be in my markets, where I had to go on seller appointments, I couldn't have done this business, honestly, and be, you know, the caregiver, primary, you know, caregiver of my kids. There's just no way. Because I was set up to be virtual, yeah, it is hard. I'm not going to say it's easy to have my kids at home from time to time and you know work around them but my business doesn't have to shut down like some of my competitors. So what happened to my competitors who aren't virtual? Well, in 2020, a lot of my competitors were completely stopped in their tracks. They were used to going on seller appointments and they had no idea how to comp a house or make an offer without seeing the house first. They had no clue how to get a seller to sign a contract over the phone. And they didn't have like a script that really conveyed to the seller that they could be trusted to perform. All things that I mastered years ago, it was like starting from scratch. And, you know, having to do that in the middle of your business is like a nuclear bomb just landed on you. A lot of my competitors couldn't stand it and they had to get out of the game during the pandemic. Why should you be virtual even if you're working in your backyard? Because seller appointments are dumb. Go ahead, put my head on a stick. (laughs) I am gonna say it though. Seller appointments are dumb. Hear me out. In the amount of time it takes to get in your car, meet the seller, pet the seller's cat, and inspect their house, I just made 20 seller calls, I made 10 offers, and I got one contract. 
I'm serious, guys. I can call 20 sellers, probably make 10 offers and get one contract in the amount of time that you talked to one seller, made one offer, and probably did not lock up, up that deal. More offers equals more deals. So if you are in a situation where you cannot make an offer until you are in front of a seller, you are limiting how many offers you can make in one day. Thus, you're closing less deals and making less money. You need to set yourself up to be virtual so you can make more money in less time. As a parent, you do not have time on your hands, so you need to be as efficient as you can. When my kids were babies, I had zero time. I was making offers while they napped or while they were busy playing with their toys. If I could sneak out for a minute without them noticing, I was talking to sellers and making offers. I do not know how I would have handled seller appointments with a toddler clinging to my leg, especially my toddlers, because they were nightmares. The term virtual is not just investing out of your state. It's a concept of not having to physically be there and close the transaction. And it's something I am so passionate about. The reason I'm passionate about it is because I truly believe that you should create a business that is scalable versus one that isn't. Since I was virtual in the early stages of my business, it was very easy for me to train someone to do what I was doing because a lot of my processes did not require me physically being there. It could be anyone. Hiring employees gave me back my time so I could spend that time with my kids. I've always been a very present mom. It was very important to me. That was a value I had was time freedom. And that's why I got in this business. I got in this business so I could be there for the important moments of my kids' lives. And I did that because I didn't have that same opportunity growing up. I had the mom who had the corporate job and she worked 65 hours a week and she missed a lot. So I knew that when I had kids, I was going to do it differently. So time freedom was very important to me. And to get yourself time freedom, you have to set yourself up for it. It's really hard to unwind your company's operational procedures once you're too far in. You really need to start out that way. So if the concept of virtual wholesaling interests you, like maybe you're a busy parent or you just don't want to trade your time for money anymore, check out my coaching program. We have a ton of successful students that have came out of it. I literally get texts every day from them. It is so crazy to have been able to impact so many lives with my ideas and my mistakes and my learning lessons so these people don't have to go through what I had to go through. And to bring it full circle, parents, I feel you. There is so much pressure to rise in your career and make a ton of money, but at the same time, you have to be you know, present in your kids' lives. It's a lot. And every day we get obstacles thrown at us. So I am here to share my knowledge, my experiences with you. I don't have it all figured out. I am not saying by any means that I am the world's best parent, but I am here to inspire and motivate you to want more out of your life and your relationship with your kids. So I hope you guys enjoyed this podcast. I really was talking to, you know, the parents out there or those who are thinking of having kids. 
something that I don't think you hear on this podcast probably enough. So hopefully you guys enjoyed it. And again, if you're interested in a coaching program that teaches all things virtual, check out virtualinvestingmastery.com. I'd love to see you in the program. Thank you so much for listening. That's all for this episode. Your next step to success is to continue the conversation over at wholesalinginc.com by joining the mailing list as well as get your chance to book a strategy session to learn the systems and become part of the tribe and work personally with one of our amazing coaches. We'll see you next episode with more ways to make you a fortune in wholesaling.